Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. Today, I have a ghost story for you all, but before we get started, I am going to be launching an upcoming course that's going to be integrating uh, principles of, of life and death, like we've talked about here, along with soul contracts, past lives, kind of looking at our lives and how we can really tap into the essence of who we are and live a more full and meaningful life, really by kind of living our lives backwards. So if you are interested in that, you can find um, the link in my show notes to sign up for the waitlist for that course. Also, I am going to be trying something new in 2021. Um, If you are a woman who has a small business that is in the genre of sort of spirituality, wellness, self-care, anything along those lines, I am going to take this opportunity on my platform to promote some small business, some small women-owned businesses. I've kind of given up on podcast advertising for right now. It just is a lot of work for doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. So I figured that I could use this platform as a way to really help promote and showcase some women that are doing amazing things in this world. So if you are that, please reach out to me. My email is dramyrobbins at gmail.com. Also, if you have a ghost story to share with me, today is a ghost story episode. I'm very excited to share it with you all. And if you have a ghost story, you can also email me at the same email address, dramyrobbins at gmail. You can find that on my website, dramyrobbins.com. So we are going to get started with today's little ghost story. This is a ghost story from Julie. Julie was a, is a recent listener to the podcast, and here is her story. My maternal grandmother passed away in 2013. She was my best friend and someone I admired greatly. Towards the end of her life, I would run errands for my grandparents, pay their bills, and organize their house. I would even bring my boxer lab mix dog to the house. He was old and would lay in the kitchen licking the crumbs while I paid bills. In February of 2014, my grandmother came to me in a dream. She called me at my friend's house and we talked about how we were both doing. During our conversation, she said, on October 7th, 11th, and 12th, we will spend all day shopping together and having so much fun. I woke up remembering these dates and thought to myself, someone is going to die. I immediately called my dad to tell him I thought my last living grandparent, my paternal grandmother, was going to die during that time frame. We went on with our lives, but kept those dates in the back of our minds. That July, I found out we were pregnant after seven years of trying to conceive. October 7th, 11th, and 12th passed with no deaths. My paternal grandmother passed the next month. I let go of those dreams and those dates and focused on the beautiful baby boy that was to be born in February. Our son was born February 5th, 2015. My entire family was elated. He was the first grandchild on both sides of the family. On day two of his life, we found out he was born with three congenital heart defects. My dad, who happens to be a cardiologist, told me our son would most likely need open heart surgery in the coming months. 
We spent that spring, summer, and fall taking our son to weight checks and doctor's appointments. We finally scheduled his surgery for October 5th, 2015. The morning we left for our surgery, our 15-year-old dog didn't eat her breakfast. My husband and I immediately looked at each other and knew this was bad. Our normally hungry dog didn't want any food. We had people check on her throughout the day, but no one had any luck getting her to eat. Fortunately, our son's surgery was a huge success. We were overjoyed. My husband went home to spend the night and take care of the dog while I spent the night at the hospital near my son's bedside. The next day, my brother took our sweet dog Ellie to the vet while my husband and I stayed with our son. Our vet was out of town, so Ellie was placed in an emergency center for the night. We were told she had a splenic tumor and might not make it the next 12 hours. Our vet had known Ellie since she was eight weeks old and we decided to wait to make any decisions until we could talk with him. We went to the emergency vet to say our goodbyes just in case. The next day the vet called and said, remember when I told you I saw that spot on the last x-ray? Well, that spot was the splenic tumor forming. You got a bonus six to nine months out of her. I think you know what you need to do. We went straight to the vet and helped Ellie transition to the next world. Our son continued to do well and sent ho- was sent home just four days after his surgery. The next week, I was out on a run with my son in the stroller, and I couldn't stop thinking about our dog. What if it wasn't the right time to let her go? Just then, I remember my grandmother's words, October 7th, 11th, and 12th. We will spend all day together shopping and having so much fun. Ellie passed away on October 7th. This was supposed to be her transition date the entire time. She was our first baby here to see us through our fertility struggles. She saw our son through his surgery and knew he had performed her duties on earth during this lifetime. It was her time to go. Months later, I was looking back at a book of family pictures with our son, who was 18 months old. He pointed at my grandmother's picture excitedly and then pointed directly ahead of him as if to say, I know her, there she is. At that moment, I knew my maternal grandmother was standing with us. Fast forward again to when my son was four. We were getting out of the car when he said, Mama, you know Ellie has been at our house. I stopped and asked, where do you see her? In the backyard, he replied. What does she do, I asked. She plays, he replied, and then went about his business. It was a beautiful reminder that my sweet Ellie and my grandmother are with us all the time. Thank you so much, Julie, for that ghost story. I don't know why I seem to get all emotional when I've been reading these lately. Um, They're just so powerful. So again, if you have a ghost story to share, please send it to me at dramyrobbins at gmail.com. And I will be sharing more ghost stories next month. I have another Q&A this month. So if you have any Q&As you want to ask me, send me an email. And uh, I hope everybody has a great day. Thanks. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means? Head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. 
Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between.